One of the reasons I wanted to come here tonight was to discuss our future. Of course. I plan on running for office someday. Warner. I think we should break up. What? L. If I'm gonna be a senator, I need someone serious. I'm seriously in love with you. I love you. Liar! This is the type of girl that Warner wants to marry. A law student. Going to Harvard is the only way I'm gonna get the love of my life back. For my admissions essay, Action. I'm gonna tell all of you why I'm gonna make an amazing lawyer. I feel comfortable using legal jargon in everyday life. I object. Her list of extracurricular activities is impressive. She was in a Ricky Martin video. Aren't we always looking for diversity? Welcome to Harvard. Don't be scared. Everyone will love you. Elle? Uh, I'm sorry, are you here to see me? I go here. You got into Harvard Law? What, like it's hard? I got a PhD from Berkeley. MBA from Wharton. I've been deworming orphans in Somalia. Two weeks ago, I saw Cameron Diaz at Fred Siegel, and I talked her out of buying this truly heinous Angora sweater. <laughs> Malibu Barbie lives. I've come to join your study group. Our group is full. Oh, is this like an RSVP thing? No, it's like a smart people thing. I give her two more weeks. What is this? We're betting to see how much longer you're going to last. You're not smart enough, sweetie. I'll show you how valuable Elle Woods can be. MGM Pictures presents... Do you have a resume? It's pink. And it's in it. I think it gives it a little something extra. A comedy about knowing who you are. You think she just woke up one morning and said, I think I'll go to law school today. And showing what you've got. We're defending Brooke Window. You can buy her exercise tips on infomercials. Wait! Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. You're fired. What? I have new representation. Reese Witherspoon. Do you remember when we spent those four amazing hours in the hot tub after winter formal? Legally Blonde. Oh, look how cute. There's like a judge in everything. Not for Welcome to the Mad Dad Movie Review, a podcast full of first-time movie reviews starring Mad's and her dad. I'm the dad, and this is Mad Dad Movie Review. So, guess what time of year it is? September. It is officially Halloween season. Halloween season's in October. Halloween season's in October. Nah, 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 nah. Halloween season is when the haunted house is open. Just like this. And last night, we went... To our first haunted house <laughs> of the season. So you're telling me November is Christmas season? No. Because that. Well, late November. See, to me, Christmas season starts what's well, supposed to start the day after Thanksgiving. I can see that, yeah, but. You're looking at me like you think this earth-shaking revelation like I just blew your mind <laughs> with this the fact that basically to the GP Christmas <laughs> starts after Thanksgiving well Christmas doesn't start after Thanksgiving because Look, it's not we like went, we're having a gift <laughs> we, we went to a haunted house last night 
All bets are off. It is now Halloween season, okay? Oh, and shout out to the people up at uh, Field of Screams because... They scared the living heck out of me. Well, not only that, but with the whole pandemic and situation going on, I think that they held everything... I, I, I think that they held everything. It was I felt safe. And they they had people out there enforcing the masks. They definitely had the, the sanitizer out. You know, they did. I felt they could have done a better job with keeping the lines. I mean, just blocking off every other I lane. I think sitting arrangements, yeah. But other, they even said I mean, we had, a, we had a time to get in. We had to have an assigned time. But even then, after we got in with that assigned time, we were still there for like three hours. So... I mean, we got there at 9.30. We didn't leave till after 1 o'clock this morning. Yeah. Well, we, we left at, like, 12. 12.50. It was late. <laughs> no, because I, I woke up at, um, I remember because I fell asleep in the car, and I woke up at, like, 1.15. I remember that. So, and that's when we got to Haley's house to drop her off. Right. So, we left around, like, 12.30, maybe, like, 12 o'clock. I won't say one o'clock, not that late. It was late. <laughs> and we went. We saw, we conquered. It was fun. Good time. If you're in the PA, Maryland area, Field of Screams, can't recommend it enough. <laughs> what did we watch, kiddo? Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde. All right. What are your first impressions on Legally Blonde? You know what? Before I even ask you that question, Legally Blonde is a movie that... <clears throat> I really, really like this movie. I love this movie. I've always been a big fan of this movie. Uh, I remember when it first came out. I didn't see this in the theater, but I remember my first time seeing this was when it first came out on uh, DVD. It was actually the first week that I started working at Blockbuster. So when I worked at Blockbuster, we always got five free rentals a week. And we all and and those within those five rentals you could also take home movies that we got in early. And I remember when I went in there, I hadn't even worked my first shift yet, and I already had my five rentals picked out. I remember one of them was Shrek, um, Planet of the Apes. The Grinch, and this, Legally Blonde. So, first impressions for you, what, how, how did you feel about this? Well, I liked it, like I said with every other movie. Um, in, case you, in case you missed that, she said she liked it. <laughs> she says that every week. talk about that soundtrack <laughs> all right let's just jump into the nitty-gritty so let's get down to the nitty-gritty legally like blonde huh oh we're gonna get into it uh, we're gonna get into it uh legally blonde released july 13th 2001 by mgm pictures it opened up in first place 
with $20.3 million. Other films that opened it up that was released when it opened. Bleh. The score, Cats and Dogs, Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within, Scary Movie 2, and the first Fast and Furious film were all in theaters the week that this opened. Total gross, $141.7 million. The budget was only 18 I had to look at that again. Like, 18 to Holy crap. This movie made a pretty penny. Uh, directed by Robert uh, Lukatek. Lukatek. Luke. You yeah. Every time. <laughs> Produced by Mark Platt and Rick Kidney. Written for the screen by Karen McCullough Lutz and Kirsten Smith. Music by Rolf Kent. Edited by Anita Brandt Burg- Burg- Burgundy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Cinematography by Anthony B. Richmond. Starring Reese Witherspoon as Elle Woods, Mooney the Dog as Bruiser Woods, Luke Wilson as Emmett, Selma Blair as Vivian, Matthew Davis as Warner, the great Jennifer Coolidge as Paulette, Ollie Lauder as Brooke Taylor, Jessica Caulfield, Jessica Caulfield as Margot, Oz Perkins as David, and Victor Garber as Professor Callahan. So... Heard what you thought about it. Mm-hmm. Let's hear about that. Uh, let's hear. Don't. I promise. I promise. I'm going to get the words out better this time. So why do I love this film? Well, because it's the ultimate 2001 time capsule film from the very opening with the song Perfect Day. Because of the way Elle screams me when she finds out that she's made Callahan's firm. Because of how easy it is to follow and watch this with its brisk 90-minute time runtime. I love it because it features a Yokiero Taco Bell commercial. I love this film because of the face Jennifer Coolidge makes when she jumps up and breaks the UPS guy's nose. I love it because the judge during the trial at the end is Big Bertha from the Mario Brothers movie. I love this film because it's a fun and innocent little comedy. I love it because nothing screams innocence like a perm on Linda Cardellini. And finally, I love this movie because pink-scented resumes that give off a little extra something. That's why. So, Critics Corner. Rotten Tomatoes score 70% out of 147 reviews. It's got a Metacritic Metascore of 59 out of 32 reviews. It's got an A minus cinema score rating and a letterbox rating average rating of three point five out of five. Roger Ebert gave this three a star. Yeah, gave this three stars and said impossible to dislike. And Witherspoon effortlessly. You know what? He gave the film three stars. I cannot speak tonight. I don't know what it is, but. Hey, man. Hey, it is what it is. Okay. So, Legally Blonde, the premise of the movie, or actually not the premise, um, the idea of it, it's the, the movie's based on an Amanda Brown novel of the same name, uh, which is based on her experiences as a blonde going to Stanford Ball while being obsessed with fashion and beauty. Reading Elle magazine, wonder where the main character's name came from, and frequently clashing with personalities of her peers. 
what let me ask you this see having watched the movie with me and everything knowing what happens and what Elle does mm-hmm. to get back um, <clears throat> her ex if you were in Elle's shoes how far would you take it like relation like trying to get him back like what do you mean by how far would I take it look like she went as far as to bust her hump get in the law school I would have taken that go, far to go make an impression on him you know we all you know how it ends and what happens but you know the steps that she took I wouldn't know. do all that no I mean I under like yeah I understand how far I could get doing it but I wouldn't do all that cause you never know what could happen I could just get my heart broken again Mm-hmm. And why not stick to what I should be sticking to, what I've always wanted to do, and next thing you know, just go into Harvard? No, I, like, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't. Maybe, like, I'd meet up with Warner and, like, try to figure things out, but I wouldn't get into a law school with him and all that. Yeah. It's a stretch, but, hey, that's Hollywood. That's, I mean, it's, she it's, got a career it's a doing movie. it, too, it's, so... That's, yeah. I mean, it worked out for her in the end. Yeah, but it wouldn't work out for everyone. I wouldn't take that risk. Yeah. So, the blonde stereotype. How well do you think that's held up in 2020? Like, (sighs) I think. Talking to you, someone of a younger generation. That's blonde. Like, (laughs) (laughs) is the blonde, like, is that still a thing? Like, you know, like the whole, like the term, like dumb as a blonde stuff, you know, it's, that was, Um, it's a cliche more than anything else, but. I don't think people my age would say it, but people like movies. Well, no, it's not a woulda, coulda, it's do you. Like, I'm asking you personally, like, how is it? Yeah, I still hear it. Um, I think a lot of things said in this movie about blondes, they don't say that much, but a lot of... I don't think this movie insults blondes. I think this movie celebrates the stereotype. Yeah, I think it shows how strong you can be if you're a blonde and all that. It's not... It's it's not a hurtful, like, you know, comedy, like, picking Mm -hmm. on a, a certain type. It's... It's a movie with... I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's a movie of heart, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, people still use the phrase dumb as a blonde and all that. Okay, gotcha. But, like, people won't take it as far as they did in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of the things in this movie, like, it's a great film, <laughs> ain't perfect. Like there's some there there are moments where I yeah I definitely feel that they push the blonde thing with the, with the and I understand that they have to, mm-hmm. to 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 drive the plot, but to make sense with the title and all that, but yeah, like some of the backhanded comments made like after she's like turned away from joining the club and everything, like it's like. I don't Did like, the script have to go that far? <laughs> I don't like how they had to make her like rich and a Beverly Hills girl because that's not what all blondes are. Well, that in itself is a stereotype. Yeah, but that's not what all blondes are. And 
No, not all blondes are rich like people think. Like, you can be blonde, but like you can't Look, when I, look at, when I see a blonde, one of the first things I think is, that, hey, she must be rich. I don't. Depending on her hair. <laughs> no, I'm saying I don't. Oh, I didn't say you did. Like, <clears throat> no, 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 no. Like, I mean, the style and how people look, really. That's what makes them look rich and all that. I wouldn't, like, a person with brown hair, like a brunette could, you could be like, oh, she's rich. Like, it's not just blondes. Anyone can be rich. Yeah. Hell, you can go Britney Spears and shave your damn head. <laughs> Look what happened to her. So, this movie's really, 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 really goddamn funny. Uh, and it, rewatching this film, I actually rewatched this film a couple times this past week. Uh, last weekend, I actually sat down and watched it again. And found myself legitimately laughing out loud, like belly laughing and all at a few sequences. Like this movie's really freaking funny. Um, not quite sure why, why I went as long as I did. I have not seen this, but uh, I'm definitely glad that we uh, talked about checking this one out. For the, yeah, the you podcast. told me what we were watching. I was like, I don't know if that's a movie I'd want to watch. And then we watched it, and I'm glad we watched it. But it's 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 really really the title, it's really damn funny. It's just the title. Like that's what made me feel like I don't want to watch this, but I still did. I'm glad I did. Yeah. I think it could have been a whole other title. I don't think it had to be Legally Blonde, but. So there's two people I want to talk about in in, in terms of the comedy. Actually, no, three people. Um, in terms of specifics of this comedy here in this film. First off, Jennifer Coolidge, um, who plays the, the, the nail salon woman. <laughs> uh, Margo. Uh, not Margo, I'm sorry. Um, oh, my shirt's on backwards. Paulette. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Your shirt's on backwards? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> better fix that. I did. Cool. Uh, so yeah, Jennifer, Jennifer Coolidge is Paulette. Um, she's one of the actresses that, I mean, first of all, most people will remember her as Stifler's mom from the American Pie movies. Um, if not them, then she did a lot of Canadian, com- uh, Christopher Guest stuff. She was in like Best in Show, um. Uh, I'm drawing a complete blank right now. She was in these movies. Two, it wasn't in a movie. It was a show. These two, these two girl shows. I forget what her their names were. I mean, she's definitely been around. Like I said, I mean, I I first saw her back in the first American Pie movie uh, as Stephanie's mom. Girls. Oh, two broke girls. Two, that's right. Yeah, two <clears throat> broke girls. That's what I was. That's how. That's where I. Knew that's her right. From. Two broke girls. She's also one from that show. Um, she's so damn funny in this movie. Like, like I said, that face that she makes that when she, when the, the whole snap, the, um, what is that? That, that whole bend and snap thing. Yeah, the and she does it with the UPS guy. And when he knocks him out and breaks his nose, like the face that she makes, oh my God, I had to rewind it. I had to rewind it a couple of times because it was just so damn funny. I had to get that laughter out. Sadly, I missed the face. Like, I didn't miss the scene, but I missed the face. Oh, and she snaps up, and she's got this face. Like, her face is all tight, and she's got this, like, sour look on it. And it's, like, it's the funniest damn thing. It's great. <clears throat> um, 
and then they also want to talk about her two friends, um, Margot and Serena, played by Jessica Caulfield and Alana uh, Ubach. Now, Alana Ubach, she has been around for a while. She was in this rollerblading movie from the early 90s called Airborne that I remember her in. Um, she was Seth Green's blind date. <clears throat> and then I remember her also popping up in the uh, Brady Bunch movie. I think she was uh, a student who was obsessed with uh, um, Marsha. And then later on, she popped up in uh, Meet the Fockers and Waiting. And then recently, she was in Bombshell. Um, and then Margot, Jessica Caulfield, she doesn't really do much anymore. But around the time this film came out in 2001, that girl was on a serious role. Because she was already, had already been in Road Trip um, in one scene uh, with girls character two girl characters get switched up and she takes it out on her boyfriend it's just it's kind of a key scene if you remember the film road trip and then she was later on in that year she popped up in the urban legend sequel urban legends final cut um and then after that she was also in valentine another horror movie around the same time and then uh, White Chicks and Guess Who. But after that, I mean, it's been 15 years and I really haven't seen her in anything else. Um, so they're the two best friends. I don't know if they play a role. I don't even know if they show up in the sequel because I've, I've never seen the sequel before. Um, and I'll, and I'll get to that why. I'll get to why in a little bit. There's definitely you a reason why. you love the movie and then you never see the sequel. No, it, <laughs> because this movie's kind of like a lightning in the bottle type thing. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about it now. Screw it. Yeah. This You can't capture a movie like this because I do feel like this is a unique movie that you can't just make a movie like this and put it out. Like you're just, There's never going to be a string of... Legally Blonde-esque comedies that work. They're not going to work. It's just because this movie is the something special. All, so. Yeah, and how the hell do they have a sequel when the ending of this movie it said it, like, takes what place happens? in the future? I, I, I don't know. Maybe one of these days I'll get to it. I mean, I, I have the, the Shout Factory edition that comes with the second film. So I would like maybe to see one of these film. days I will... Because uh, we haven't seen it, we can't like hate on it and all that. So. Nah, true. Very true. Very, very true. Because like, it could be a whole other meeting than we think. Alright. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Do you think L legitimately gets into Harvard Law with... A one a hundred seventy nine grade point average combined with a four point I mean, she did. And remember, she's a fashion major as well. I mean, she did do a lot of like learning, and a lot of people helped her. So um, maybe. Yeah, apparently I read online the um the whole uploading the the, the video that she made of her in a hot tub and all and sending it to Harvard. It would never happen because they don't have any way to upload it. Apparently, <laughs> <clears throat> that's what I read. Um, I don't know. Me, my take. It would never happen. <laughs> I think with 
the video and all that. I do not think it would ever happen. I mean, for starters, like, it just, you don't just wake up overnight and say, you know what, I'm going to get into Harvard. I'm going to go to Harvard mm-hmm. and then get in. It, it, it's, it's, thing, At it's, the same time, the people did say they wanted new people. And I mean, I don't know. If it's easier than we're to... It, so. People of Harvard listening, if, if it's easier than we're making it out to be, then let us know. But I don't think she has a snowball's chance in hell of making it into Harvard Law. It didn't say how many days she was learning, though. So... I think it, it was a summer. Yeah. So, like, three months of learning. Because I, I, mean, I think when she goes to college and she sees Warner... And he sees Warner with his uh, fiance, and he talks about how they met up. They rekindled over the summertime at his grandmother's party. So I'm to believe that she did this all over the span of a summer, maybe. Yeah, I, three months. I think you could get somewhere in three months, but I don't think you could. Get it that. ain't happening. <clears throat> so maybe it really depends. Yeah. So. Piggybacking off of the the success of this earlier that I earlier that I started to mention in, in the nitty gritty, the film spawned a sequel, sequels, because we got Legally Blonde two a couple years later, and then about ten years ago we got this Legally Blonde crap with, with, with Legally Blondes. Apparently Blonde. it's twins. Apparently it's like <laughs> apparently L has like cousins or something. Or... Well, obviously she has cousins. What person does have cousins? <laughs> I've never heard of someone without a cousin, but I I, I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, um, she does have a twin. With the chihuahua. Oh, see. That's you, weird. And the damn chihuahua comes back. That's really creepy. And then this was a Broadway musical. What? When, when was that? When was the when was the Legally Blonde? Yeah, this movie was so popular and so big that it spawned a two thousand and seven. Oh, right when I was born. A musical. <laughs> you can get it for twenty dollars on Amazon. No, 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 no. <sighs> so. Earlier in the film, um, this movie is smart, and it's it's not really. You know, I'm not, you know whatever I was just gonna say. I'm not even gonna say it because it just thinking about it before I say it, it just sounds stupid. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. What's up with women in nail salons? Please, because I, I know you and your grandmother love going. <laughs> I need to know what it is about this place that's so magical, where she's heartbroken and she pulls a complete <laughs> U-turn, a one eighty, and flings it in because she I'm sees. I'm gonna do the same thing. Cause it's like nail salons are like a spa in a way, and it just makes you feel better. And then. You can, it's somewhere where you can talk Someone to painting your nails. It's relaxing. And people don't like, when they're in a, when they're heartbroken, they don't. Please do tell. They, they don't like to feel dirty and all that. Mm-hmm. And they would like to feel, they want to try to find a way to feel good about themselves. So they'll go to a nail salon 
or a spa. So they get in or there. Go shopping. They slap their fingers down. <laughs> okay, no one does that. They Do have... my nails. <laughs> no one. <laughs> you look like you're not busy. <laughs> no one does that. They actually go up and try paying for it. But. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Alright. Yeah. <clears throat> I like um, acrylics more than just like painting them, but that's just me. No. It's like a spa, really. Okay. So, so might as well talk about it now. This this Ben Snap montage <laughs> sequence. Okay. It pretty much acts as this film's random teen dance sequence. It was in Ariana Grande's music video. Okay, the music I don't the shirt give. I'm the shirt I'm wearing. I don't give a bullfrog's fat ass about <laughs> Ariana Grande and her music video. Because didn't she... The, the, you were starting to say something while watching it about what else is in this I video. I knew a lot of scenes. I knew a lot of these scenes. She does like homages to what this and what else? Mean Girls? Mean Girls and she does... I'm Clueless? I don't... She might. I haven't seen it in a while. I think I've like seen it once. It sounds like Clueless would be in this video. But I think maybe there was a scene of Clueless in it. But no. I know the main two that would is Mean Girls and Legally Blonde. Those are the main two you'd see. Okay. Um. Now this um. At the, towards the end of the movie, okay. Let me just say it out loud. For as smart as Elle is for the duration of this movie, I don't buy her trying to quit. All because Callahan hits on her and she's, you know, and she goes and tries to quit and all this crap, you know. She's she's a lot smarter and stronger than this. I'm not buying it. I'm not trying to buy this third act little issue that the writer of this movie is trying to sprout because it comes out of left field it's like even the first time even not first time even going back and rewatching this last week by myself and I'm like I forgot that happens mm-hmm. and I'm watching it and all of a sudden like he calls her in like puts his hand on his puts his hand on her leg and I'm like wait a minute did that have to happen wait a minute <laughs> this movie is like a complete hard right like and then she quits over it like I'm not buying it. I'm not. I'm sorry. I can understand. This is this is the same woman who outsmarts the saleswoman in the beginning of the movie at the, at at this at the, the the store, which by the way is very clever foreshadowing, um, showing her intelligence. It's foreshadowing her intelligence towards the end of the film. I, I don't know. Maybe that's all I have to say about that, but that's mm. that's it. I'm not buying it. Not me. I can understand how she was overreacting and then realized, oh, wait, I should probably go back. <laughs> I mean, I'd do the same thing. I wouldn't pack, like, I, I don't see how she could less than, like, an hour or so get all that stuff, all her luggage, and fit it into a car. A small little car and drive off without nothing falling out. I I don't see how she could do all that. 
That's the only thing I have a problem with, really. Because she's Elle Woods. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Alright, um. I'm trying to look. Nah, I'm, I'm trying to see if there's anything else I want to bring up. I'm also looking at just random notes I have on it. Oh, um, court case. Oh. So. <laughs> Which court case? The big, there was a lot. No, the main, the the the, the, the whole, the, the main court case that this, this film's, like, plot is tied to with the Ali Lauder character who knows Elle, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are the odds of that? But okay, <laughs> that doesn't usually happen. But and I don't know. I <clears throat> nope, not doing it because this movie is not. Nope, not doing it. I'm not gonna get into. I'm not gonna come off as petty with what I was gonna say. So it's gonna skip over that. Um, the movie itself. I didn't know if you know this. By the way, did you know this? What? <laughs> the movie's based on an America an Amanda Brown novel of the same name, which is based on her experiences as a blonde going to Stanford Law while being obs- being an obsessed, a fashion obsessed. L magazine reading. <laughs> Wonder where that name came from. You already said that. <laughs> Frequently clashing with the personality of her peers. Did I say this already? I'm pretty sure you did. Pretty sure I did not. But if I did, you just got a double dose of what this film is based on. Why? Because I really have nothing else to say or bring to the table in this conversation. That's when you go to the Be Kind Rewind moment. Alright, so. Unbiased MVP pick. Who is yours? I mean, Reese Witherspoon? What? Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon? That's the actress's name. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were like, saying like the Reese. She's not a real person, you know. This <laughs> actress plays a character yeah. in the film. <laughs> um, that's what I... Well, because she is basically the main character. This is basically her movie. But if I had to choose someone... I was going to say the Chihuahua, but it's not really in the movie. So I guess... You can say Warner, because this movie... Warner? Warner. That guy sucks. I know, but the movie... No. ...leads on about it. No. Oh, you know what I forgot to talk about? That's it. No, we're going back. We're going back. We're going back. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for picking your MVP pick. Uh, (laughs) Oz Perkins. I forgot to bring... I wanted to bring him up. Oz Perkins, who plays David. That guy's funny as hell. He's great. He's He's the weird, awkward guy... In the movie, um, the two girls he's trying to talk to him is like, "Oh, I go to law school." And oh, and then okay. help he he like makes um, you know, he, he says um, Aristotle, and then the professor is like, "Would you would you willing to put your life on bet your life on that answer?" And then what about yeah. his? He's like, "I don't know that guy. <laughs> that guy's great." Oz Perkins. The law is reason free from passion. Does anyone know who spoke those immortal words? Yeah. Aristotle. 
Are you sure? Yes. Would you be willing to stake your life on it? I think so. What about his life? I don't know. Well, I recommend knowing before speaking. The law leaves much room for interpretation, but very little for self-doubt. And you were right. It was Aristotle. He never really got a shot in Hollywood that he deserved because... <clears throat> so, in real life, he is um, Anthony Perkins' son, the late Anthony Perkins, who played Norman Bates in Psycho. 1960... Yeah, from... Yeah, well, I've never seen Psycho, so... But you've heard of it. You know what Psycho is. Mm-hmm. The, the shower sequence, you know... Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis, her mother in real life, played the woman in the shower, ah! Janet, Janet Lee. Yeah. So anyway. I think. Anthony Perkins um, had a son, obviously, Oz. <laughs> Oz was in this film and did a couple of other things before he went into filmmaking of his own. I know this past year there was a film that came out called Gretel and Hansel. He directed it. It's a, the, I'm pretty sure I've heard. It's like a like a new horror take on Hansel and Gretel. I haven't seen I it think unfortunately. I've heard of it. So yeah, he he um directed that. Um, might have even wrote it, but I know he's um become a filmmaker other than being an actor. Because like the I said, difference between writing and directing. You kind of just answered your own question. Writing's writing, directing's directing. Like directing's. Like you're telling people what to do? That's the director. Oh. <laughs> the way it works in movies is a writer mm-hmm. a writer makes the writes the screenplay and just submits it, sends it. I watch movies. Sometimes I don't they're like on pay attention to all Sometimes they're on set. If they're like a new guy who got who the studio bought his script for like a two hundred thousand dollars or whatever, they're like Thanks for your script. Here's some money. Like the, now, just piss off. We're 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 gonna do whatever we want. <laughs> and nine times out of ten, they chop that script to hell. And they do rewrites and they rearrange sequences. Like, ask anyone who's anyone in in writing, and they'll tell you the same. Like, don't get your feelings hurt because your your script is not going to turn out. You know, what you wrote is not going to come not out 100% on screen. Not all scripts are perfect. Not going to work like that. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, Reese Witherspoon was my unbiased MVP pick as well. Um, my Be Kind Rewind moment. Um, everything with Elle when she's, get, when she's, you know, getting into Harvard, when, when she gets into Harvard, like, that whole like montage and stuff like it's a fun scene you know this was kind of a hard question not a hard question but this was this was kind of a tough one for me to pick because I mean it's just a fun watch from start to finish so my I guess my most rewatchable moment would have to be 
just her, just the whole process of her getting into Harvard. It's it's a fun little sequence. So mm-hmm. yeah, why not? What's yours? Mine's anything with Alan Poe in it. I think both of them, they're like, they have a good friendship, a good bond, and I feel like that will last for a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think anything, any scene with those two in it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, Mads, what's your double feature pairing for this one? My double feature pairing is Clueless. Clueless. Cause I feel like we got this little trifecta thing going on between this clueless and mean girls. I don't know what it I, is. It's just a feeling. I Let's call it a feeling. I yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of movies we've done has like rich people in it and like people that are in school and stuff like that. So it's like those are the main three that I know about. Bunch of rich assholes. <laughs> um, clueless. The suckers still watching. I think. <laughs> I think because, hold up, let me. So I'm got. <laughs> Someone upstairs is positive. <laughs> um, hold up. Uh, Alright, so I've got. So, my, <laughs> my double feature pairing for this one is a little film called Bring It On that came out a year before this. It's about a bunch of cheerleaders. It's crazy. It's funny. It's. Not what you think that I'd be recommending, of course, but Bring It On goes great with this because it's just uh, didn't a I... quirky, female-centered comedy, much like this. Seriously, you, you know what it is. Everyone who's listening to this, you know what Bring It On is. That's my pairing. <clears throat> Sorry, pairing. Um, which brings us to Star Power. <laughs> Felt like it, Madeline. What? How many stars are you giving this movie? I rated it. I uh, I rated it a five. I, I wrote it. <laughs> I feel like any high school, college kind of movie like this um would be a five for me because I like high it. school, college. Like high school, like student. Look, man, we you got say, high school, you got college. You can't have both. Student, any like student movie. <laughs> How dumb that's. <laughs> Can't have the high school without the college. Can't have the college without the high school. We're all students. Any school. Any school movie. <laughs> I got nothing else. Any no. school movie. I, um. Feel like would be a you five. just fall in love with. And just I just I don't know. I like this kind of movies. All right. Well, if you care, I give it four stars. Okay, it's not perfect. Okay, it's got some flaws. Mm-hmm. Ain't a five star movie. That's for damn sure. But it's a four star. That's. I don't know. I feel like I can relate uh, relate on um L. You know what I feel like? Yeah. I feel like that closes the book on this chapter. And I feel like next week we will reopen that book and turn the page to Robocop. Chapter Robocop. Chapter Robocop. <laughs> that sounds stupid. Because I do believe that the next film we are gonna be going to Detroit, to Delta City, the prime directives. Alex Murphy, I'll buy that for a dollar. Bitches leave. It was Dick, Dick Jones. You know it. 
I know it. Well, you don't know it, but you're going to know it. I know it. People listening know it. RoboCop, next time, check it out. Now, before you go, before you go, before you go, I need to let the people know something that I totally just did not do at the top of this episode. Well, duh, let them know if they can listen to previous episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Stitcher, and wherever else you enjoy your favorite podcast. You can follow us on Facebook.com. Where at? Mad Dad Movie Review. Instagram.com. Where at? Mad Dad Movie Review. Twitter.com. Where at? Mad Dad Pod. And YouTube.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, you heard that right. We now have a YouTube channel. Mad Dad Movie Review. That's it. That's it. That's oh, it. Oh, and then you That's can email it. us too. You can email any questions, comments, or requests. Mad Dad Movie Review at gmail.com. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God. I think I'm done with this episode. I really do. I think I'm done with that. I think I'm done with you. Uh. I think I'm done with. <laughs> The, the fine lads at Anchor. I'm just done. I want popcorn. I want popcorn too. <laughs> Grammy has popcorn upstairs. All right. All right we're we're going to go enjoy popcorn. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to enjoy. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Oh, I'm mad. And I'm dead. <laughs> this, this is being bad. Dad dad Awful. Every week is the worst. <laughs> Alright guys, take care. <laughs>